So what really flipped the switch for me was by stopping, giving myself grace, meeting myself where I am at this moment, and also forgiving myself for allowing this to go on. beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of the bloom from within podcast as always thank you so much for listening i really appreciate every single lesson that i got on the show if you're new here thank you so much for joining my name is renee and i'm going to be your host and the person in your ears for the remainder of this episode so for today's episode we are going to be talking all about how to be your most authentic self how to be the best version of yourself that you can be And hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll be able to walk away with some practical tips to help you really become the best version of yourself. I think it's very natural for all of us to like at some point in our lives kind of hit a place where we might feel a little stagnant or might feel like a little disconnected from who we truly are. And again, I think that's so normal. I think at the end of the day, all of us really want to strive to be the best version of ourselves and we all want to improve and we all want to live this like really dream perfect life that we all desire and we all want to create. But if you don't feel like you're being your best self, the very first thing that you need to do in order to become your best self is to really stop and reflect and figure out what the best version of yourself looks like. At your most elite self, what would you look like? How would you think? How would you feel? Like, how do you want to feel on a day to day basis? How would you interact with others? How would you treat people? What hobbies would you do every day? Would you feel confident? Would you feel secure? Like, these are the questions that you want to ask yourself before you even try to start your own, like, discovering your best self journey. You really need to take the time to figure out who you want to be and how you want to show up to the world. Because until you have that very clear vision, the journey that you're going to be on is going to be very rocky. And and it's not even with a vision, it's still going to be a little rocky, but it's always good to have a very, very clear vision of who you want to be. That way you have an idea as to who you should then be showing up as every day. And I've said this before, it's anytime we make a change in our life, it's never like zero to 100. It's a very slow, gradual change. It's small increments every day, this like compound interest of changes that we make that leads to this long-term growth and success. So for example, the best version of myself is this very like confident woman. I can't go from being insecure to confident overnight, right? I'm going to do little tasks each day that are going to allow me to then show up as the most confident version of myself. So once you take the time to reflect and you really have this very, very clear vision of the person that you want to be and what your what your best self looks like, then that's when you can actually start to begin the action steps towards that person. So first thing that I would recommend is to really start to reflect inside and begin your inner healing journey because until we kind of take care of what's going on inside of us, we won't be able to fully commit and take care of what's going on outside of us. We cannot change our external environment until we change our internal environment. For example, if the best version of myself is somebody who has this dream relationship, but I still struggle with insecurities, I'm never going to get that dream relationship because I'm going to then be settling for things that I don't deserve. And the best way to start your inner healing, um, whether it's like mentally or emotionally, it's the best way is to really meet yourself where you are. Be very honest with yourself. Be very honest with the things that you struggle with. Don't try to convince yourself that, you know, you aren't struggling in one aspect mentally or emotionally. Really accept where you are at this moment in time. And also just forgive yourself for allowing yourself to get to this point. When I started my own like healing journey at really becoming my authentic self and and healing the stuff that I had going on the inside, I almost approached it with a lot of like disgust and disappointment that I had with myself. I would think like, oh my gosh, I can't 
believe that ever I let myself get to this point and I allowed myself to show up this way for so many years. But that negative self-talk that I kept saying to myself, it wasn't helping me. It's not motivating. So what really flipped the switch for me was by stopping, giving myself grace, meeting myself where I am at this moment, and also forgiving myself for allowing this to go on. In addition to like the embarrassment that I had for allowing myself to you know, go years without living as my best self. I also had to shift my mindset because I also had this thought like, oh my gosh, I've been this way for so long. Maybe I can't change. Like maybe I'm, maybe this person that I want to become is just not attainable. So second part of inner healing is really shifting your mindset as well. And viewing yourself from a more positive lens. Yes, I've been struggling with, you know, X, Y, and Z for so long, but I'm open to change and I'm open to seeing who I can become. And I'm embracing change. We are our biggest motivators. Like we are the only people in this world who can show up for ourselves. There is nobody else in this world who is going to show up for you like you can. At the end of the day, everybody is going to leave your life at some point. I've said this before, like I love my son to death, but I know that someday he's going to grow up. He's going to be an adult. He's going to leave me. So I am the only person that I know I can count on. I'm the only person that I know I can trust. I am the only person who is really going to advocate for myself. And all of that comes with showing up for yourself. And it comes with, again, meeting yourself where you are, accepting where you are in this moment, forgiving yourself for your past, and then shifting your mindset from a closed mindset, thinking that you can't change to an open mindset, knowing that you can, in fact, change. And from there, taking the necessary action steps to get there. Another big part of like doing the inner healing work is once you have, I guess, more so like convinced yourself that you're able to do it, is really dig deep, really take the time to reflect, be present in the moments that you have. That way you can understand things like what makes you tick? What triggers you? Why does it trigger you? Like really take a deep dive into who you are. So in my past, I used to be like a very, um, I wouldn't, I guess aggressive is like a tough word, but I would get irritated quickly and I would react to situations very quickly until I was aware that it was happening, until I forgave myself for doing it, until I opened my mindset, until I was able to become present. That's when I was able to make the positive changes to help heal that. So, you know, I would look at the times where I would start to have these like random outbursts and I would have to stop and say, okay, like what just happened? Why did I react like that? Like out of what this person said, said what caused me to start to have this like heightened emotion. And then it was after those self-reflecting moments, that's when I could really dig deep and say, okay, that's why that happens. As you start to ask yourself more questions and as you start to ask the right questions, like what just happened? Why did it happen? What is this telling me? What have I experienced in the past that may be like triggering this emotion? That's when your inner healing starts. And then that's when you start to become your best self internally. And again, once you fix the internal, that's when we fix the external. So next action item of how you can become your best self. And it sort of piggybacks off of the first one of doing your inner healing. But the second one is really doing a life audit. And what I mean by a life audit is really taking like inventory of the different things that you're doing throughout the day. So the best thing you can do is honestly keep like a small journal, maybe just like write down every single thing that you do every single day, like from, from the morning to the end. And so write down, like I wake up, I do my morning routine, I go to work, I come home, I work on my podcast, I work out, I meal prep my meals, like et cetera, et cetera. So really take inventory of what you're doing. And then once you have that list, you go back and you can say, out of all of these things, one, what did I enjoy doing? Two, what did I not enjoy doing? Three, are any of these things that I've done today, are any of them aligned with my best self? Are any of them aligned who I want to become? So for example, if the best version of yourself is somebody who 
works out, you know, frequently, but instead you find yourself just scrolling through TikTok aimlessly every single night. Like, is scrolling through TikTok actually going to get you to become like physically fit? No, it's not. So take the time and really do the life audit and see what behaviors are no longer aligned with the person that you want to become remove them and then start filling them in with the action steps and with behaviors that will get you to be that best version of yourself. And the behaviors that we fill our day with, it doesn't always have to be behaviors that are going to get us to like career success or get us to be closer to the end result of a goal that we have. They can also be behaviors for things that just generally bring you joy and just generally make you happy. Like we as adults, I feel like need to remember that we still have to engage in like play, like playing like we did as a child. And we're not playing with like blocks and stuff anymore, unless you're like an adult that loves Lego, which is awesome. But I mean, things that just like spark some real excitement in our lives. So like, I've said this before, I love to dance. So trying to figure out where I can take dance classes and where I can fit that into my schedule, just just doing things that really just bring your mood up and you're doing just for the sake of doing it. It's not gonna give you, like you're not doing it for any type of gain other than just the fact that it's making you happy. Another question that you can ask yourself when you're performing this life audit and trying to you know, use it to figure out how you can become your best self is to really ask like what your purpose is. And I think this question kind of comes like at the end of all the previous questions you can ask yourself, because you're really only going to discover your purpose as you start figuring out who you are, what you enjoy and what you feel you can teach others. The best version of ourselves is always going to have a purpose. And when I mean a purpose, it's what impact are you having on the world around you? Like, how are you being of service to other people, other animals, like the planet? Like, yes, we're going to become our best selves and we're going to do things selfishly. We're going to become our best self, you know, like mentally, physically, emotionally. But then once we do become that best version of ourselves, how do we then take that best version of ourselves and start to impact others and help them become the best version of themselves? So maybe you loved basketball as a child and you became disconnected from it. But now as an adult, you're realizing that you still have that love for basketball. So now you start to get back into it. You you enter an adult league and you're playing basketball again. You're learning about it again. And now maybe you've realized that you love basketball so much. And now you want your friends to join. Now you want your family to join and you get them to join. And you notice that you start teaching your friends and family how to play basketball. That action of teaching them you realize that that brings you joy. And maybe that's what your purpose is. Maybe your purpose is now to teach others how to play basketball. It's just like a super like random example, but I just want you to see that like once we figure out what we like to do and we start to show up as the best version of ourselves, our purpose will kind of like unfold without us having to go searching for it. And if you have a hard time like trying to figure out what you like to do, like if maybe you've been disconnected from hobbies for a long time, the way that I started to figure out what I enjoyed was first of all, I reflected back to my childhood. And I looked back at what I enjoyed as a kid because as children, as babies, those are our true authentic selves because we haven't had enough experience yet to sort of like diminish who we really are. I mean, even using myself as an example, me as a child, I remember my, my parents would be like, oh, don't do that, do this. My father always wanted me to pursue like a career in like sciences and I am definitely realizing as I'm growing up that I'm definitely more of like an artsy person. And I think back to my childhood and I used to love to paint. I love to paint so much. I had like a couple paintings that were featured in like an art show and I used to love to dance as a kid. So, and like I said earlier, like I love to dance now. So really thinking back to what you love to do as a kid, because that is going to really give you a clear picture as to what you really truly enjoy again, without the influence of other people. So once we've identified who our best self is, once we've done our inner healing, 
We've done a life audit to see what behaviors are currently doing. The next thing we want to do is establish a routine that is aligned with that purpose and with those desires that we want for our best self. And when you do this, you're really prioritizing what's important to you and not to others. Again, we don't change overnight. We change with really small incremental adjustments and small action steps. And these small adjustments are what ends up like leading to the bigger picture and the bigger changes over time. And when you have this routine that is completely built on your own desires, your own wants, you know, it's a routine aligned with your purpose that's when you really will start to find like balance in your life and you'll really start to find happiness because you'll be living for you and you'll be doing things daily that one, you enjoy and two, are aligned with your future self. So over time, you're gradually going to be building that person without honestly even having to think twice about it because you're going to be doing small things every day that are going to get you there and you're going to be doing it subconsciously without even thinking about it. So for example, like I've always loved to read the best version of myself is somebody who is intelligent, is well-read, is articulate, can formulate thoughts quickly. So the way I've been allowing myself to become that is making sure that I'm reading every day and then filling my brain with information and filling my brain with material that is going to only propel me forward intellectually. So part of my routine is every single night before I go to bed, I make tea and I read. And I'm reading books that are building my knowledge on different topics that I really enjoy. And that's mostly like self-help. It's mindset. It's like personal development books. And like, don't get me wrong. I do love the occasional like fiction novel. Like sometimes it's great just to escape um, to like a different, I don't know, world. <laughs> but I, again, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm keeping reading as a part of my routine because reading is aligned with my higher self. And the last thing that you can do to become your best self is very simple, but it's very difficult for a lot of people, but it's taking care of yourself. It's prioritizing yourself. It's making sure that you're taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally. It's taking care of your mind by celebrating the small victories that you have. Because when you take care of yourself, you're sending the message to yourself that you care about yourself. And when you care about yourself, you'll take care of yourself. So see how that's like a loop there? Once you take care of yourself, you send the message to yourself that you care about yourself. Once you care about yourself, you'll take care of yourself. So you can take care of yourself physically by keeping up with your appearance, by putting some effort into how you present yourself to the world every day. You know, wearing clothes or makeup that make you feel good about yourself. You take care of yourself physically by taking care of your body. So by challenging it physically, by working out, going for walks, partaking in some sort of movement daily, you take care of your body by being aware of what you're putting into it, you know, having a balanced nutrition, eating whole foods that are going to give yourself the macro and micronutrients that it needs, but also, you know, once in a while giving yourself something that just to make you feel good, like a Chick-fil-A sandwich or something. Take care of yourself mentally by checking in with yourself, making sure that you're not stressing yourself out or burning yourself out every day. You're partaking in activities that bring you joy. You're taking care of yourself emotionally by, again, checking in with yourself internally and checking in with your emotions, allowing yourself to feel different things, reflecting on the days, reflecting on moments that happen that you don't quite understand why or how they happened. You're journaling with yourself. You're setting your intentions for the day. Just stuff like that. Like taking care of yourself is the most important thing that you can do for yourself, quite honestly. Because when you take care of yourself, that's when you show up as the best version of yourself. You can't be the best version of yourself if you're running on like a 50% battery all the time, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because remember, the best version of ourself is always aligned with a purpose, right? And usually that purpose is living a life of service and is teaching others to do something or, or impacting others in some way. 
but we cannot impact and we cannot show up for others unless we are taking care of ourselves and we make sure that ourselves are good. So that is all that I have for you guys for today's episode. Just to run through it one more time, the steps that you can take to ensure that you are becoming your best self and you are growing towards that best version of yourself, no matter what that looks like to you, that is to one, begin your inner healing. Number two, do a life audit. Three, establish a routine that's aligned with your purposes and your wants and desires that you have for yourself. And then four, just like continually make sure that you are showing up and you are taking care of yourself every single day. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you have liked what you heard today, please be sure to leave a positive rating and review. This is how platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify will push the podcast out to other people to listen. It's by people engaging with the show. Again, I always love to hear that you guys listened. It makes me like so happy to know that I, I may have been able to impact you in some way. So take a screenshot of the show, post on your stories, tag me in it. Let me know that you listened. Again, I love hearing from you guys. It is a gorgeous day outside. It's like the low 60s or something right now. So I am going to go get ready. I'm going to get my son up from his nap and we're going to go on a really cool walk outside because spring is coming. I love this weather and being outdoors brings me joy and it makes me happy. So we're going to go out and we're going to go take a quick walk outside. So until next time, guys, bye. Bye.